Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Hey girls, welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. And I'm titling this one three scary things about dating or about relationships. And it's not really a scary episode. It's just, it's the end of October. Halloween is next week. So I'm like, well, let me get in the vibe, but make it stick to my brand, which is all about having a healthy relationship with yourself and others. So I wanted to talk about relationships today, like I usually do kind of often, but I think it's because in this world, we are all connected and in relationship with each other somehow, some way. So why not discuss it? Now, why not discuss ways that we can be healthier in these connections and relationships? So here I am. The things I'm going to share are not truly scary. It could be. It could be something that you fear, you try to run away from. However, there are certain aspects to a relationship that will help your relationship grow and thrive if you get over these scary humps, okay? It's definitely helped in my relationship, but I had to be better for myself before I got to that point in dating and in a relationship. Like number one, being vulnerable is such a scary part of a relationship right? That's you stripping all of the layers. It's cool to talk about how was your day? You know, like what you want to do this weekend? All the fluffy stuff, right? It's cool. It's easy. However, like being truly vulnerable, getting deeper, peeling back what makes you truly you could be very scary. Only you know every single thing about yourself. Only you know all of your experiences and it's up to you if you want to share it with someone else. And that could be so scary, right? And that's why I always say choose better because that determines if you can truly be vulnerable with someone new. Being vulnerable allows you to let your guard down and really connect with someone else and really be raw, really be open And test that out in the beginning, like share a little about your story, maybe something about your childhood, one story that you don't mind sharing with anyone and see how they react. If they just react like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Oh, okay, cool. You know, like they might not be as open as I am, or they might not be as receptive to my story. And maybe you just want to pause on continuing that journey with that person, or maybe you want to ask questions, try to pull something out of them, but only if they're comfortable with it. Like they might not be as vulnerable as you are, or because you are sharing and because you are being open, it might help them uh, see like, oh, wow, she's being open with me. Let me open up a little bit more about my own story. That's what you're hoping for. And that's what I like. I think that I like when someone is open and sharing with me because I'm like, oh, they trust they trust me enough to share. So now I'm going to share a little bit of my own story with them, right? And then both of you just become a complete open book because you're sharing so much, right? But again, that's also depending on the type of person you're choosing to date. Or even with friends and family, it it, it all goes back down to trust. And that's something I am working through right now is 
completely trusting people. Yeah. Like I know that I can be guarded at times, especially when meeting someone new. I know that I can hold stuff in. I know that I might not share too much. And then when someone else shares a lot, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're overshare. It's like, no, they're just comfortable with who they are and comfortable with their story. And it's okay for them to share. They're being honest. That's how I look at it now. Like, oh, they're overshared. No, they're being honest and true to who they are. So that's what I'm working on. It's about trusting other people in, in me being feeling good enough to open up about whatever it is that's deeper than the surface. In particular, I know with love for a long time, I'm like, oh, people get together, just break up. I'm not, I don't, you know, let me focus on my career. I don't want no parts of a relationship, whatever. (laughs) And eventually I'm like, well, I do want a family. Like if I want a family, I want to get married and have children. I had such a negative view of relationships. So I'm like, well, how am I going to attract a healthy partner and healthy love if this is my view? of a relationship that everyone's just going to break up and it's going to end, whatever. Like I had to change my mindset first. I had to believe that there is someone out there that I can be completely open and vulnerable with. I need to put my heart on the line. And that's the thing. I'm like, I never want to experience a breakup, an argument, nothing. (laughs) It's like this. How are you going to be in a relationship and not go through uncomfortable moments, right? Like put your heart on the line. You have to risk it. Love is risky. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't think love is risky. Love is all the joy, all the beauty, you know, all the great things. However, putting your heart on the line is risky. You're saying, I'm trusting this person. I might have my heart broken. However, I trust myself to be resilient enough to work through that heartbreak and continue to move on with life and learning lessons and maybe attracting a better relationship or just knowing that, okay, that didn't work out, but life goes on, right? But you have to get to that point where you're okay with that risk. I had to get to that point like, okay, I'll try a relationship. If it doesn't work out, it is not going to work out. And then I got a relationship that was so like scary in a real way. Okay, I'm talking about scary right now putting your heart on the line, but I was like in emotionally abusive relationship. So I didn't know what to look for. I didn't know certain signs and I risked it. And it was a very, very toxic, scary situation for me. But it didn't harden me. It did make me learn lessons and know like, okay, let me sit with myself figure out who I am, who I want, what I don't want, what feels good, what feels bad, what feels healthy, what feels unhealthy. How do I set boundaries? How do I set better standards? How do I stick to those standards and boundaries? How do I communicate when something's bothering me? Like I had to learn all of this myself before allowing another person into my life and being open for a relationship. I learned all that through myself and then some. Like in a relationship, I'm still learning because now I learn what works for me. I got to I gotta learn what works for him. I got to learn. I know how to communicate. However, like my partner might have another, a different communication style. So I got to figure out what also works for him. So to figure out what works for us. 
Like him, he's very direct. He likes to communicate immediately. Me, I need a break. And then we'll come back and we'll talk. We hadn't learned that about each other. But at the end of the day, we're going to communicate. At the end of the day, we're always going to respect each other when we do communicate. It's never any yelling. It's never any cursing each other out. It's never like any disrespect because we are committed to each other. We love each other. And we're safe in our relationship to the point where we can be vulnerable and open and have that uncomfortable conversation. And it makes us in our relationship much better. So being vulnerable is actually a really good thing. Actually, being vulnerable could be scary when you're dating, especially in the beginning. It's like, can I truly trust this person? That's why I suggest share bits and pieces, not your whole life story. Share bits and pieces. See how they react or like their opinion about what you're saying. Are they going to be judgmental or are they going to really listen and validate your experience or really hear your experience? Are they going to give you space for you to share your experience? Look at that in the beginning of a relationship. The second scary thing about dating is being like your complete self. And I think that's why so many people run into relationships with narcissists because it's like the person pretty much has a mask on in the beginning of the relationship. They're love bombing you. They're showing these grand gestures. They're sharing what they're going to do for you, where trips they're going to take you on. They're buying you gifts. They're doing everything to like pull you in. You get sucked in. And a few months later, or even if there's a pregnancy, a move-in, a marriage, then they completely strip off everything, take the mask off and show you who they really are. And they, who they really are could be truly scary. Who you really are could be truly scary to someone else. Who we think we are, like me, there are parts of my life that I'm like, oh, this might scare someone away. But if I'm, number one, being vulnerable and open and honest, they won't be scared. They're like, wow, this is a sign of your strength to share this with me and for you to be your complete self around me. Like I can be silly and goofy, but I can also be emotional. I can cry. <sighs> I'm a crier. <laughs> no, but I could cry. I, I could be serious. I can be very, very irritated because <laughs> when I'm tired or hungry, I'm very, very irritated. I can be moody. Like I'm a woman. I'm complex. I'm a lot of different things. However, if you're with someone where you can be all of those things and they truly accept you for who you are, then that's beautiful. But I know that could be scary because sometimes in the beginning of a relationship, you want to show the best parts of you, the best parts of you. In my current relationship, I was like, I am showing up completely and wholly as I am. Third date. We both rapping, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. I'm doing all the cursing, saying all the vulgar things. And this man did not judge me. <laughs> I think I used to judge myself. That's the problem. I was like, well, I don't want to come off cursing and being super silly and goofy in the beginning because I don't want someone to think I'm, I'm crazy or judge me for it. And it's like, they're not judging you. I'm judging myself. So instead, this time around, I was like, I'm just going to be completely myself. If I'm not available for a date, I'm not available. And that's that. 
if I want to curse through a song, I'm going to curse and ask that. And it's been the most real relationship that I've ever had from beginning to now. Straight up, it's been so consistent. Our personalities have been so consistent because we both completely showed up as we are. I came in playing no games. So he came in playing no games. I was on no bullshit. I was open. I was very present. And that's how we still are. That's how it started. It was never like a representative or, oh, I'm going to do these things to impress. It's like, it is what it is. This is who I am. So you need to be comfortable with being your complete self. You need to not judge who you are or even worry about someone else judging who you are in the beginning of a relationship or throughout the relationship. Really just show yourself and then let them make that decision. If they're not rocking with you, then bye-bye. I've dated people before where I knew after the first conversation, oh, he's not going to like the real me. But what did I do? Like alter my personality so that I wouldn't chase them away. What? I know in particular, I was doing these silly parodies, all right? And they were funny. People online were cracking up laughing. I met someone, first conversation, he's like, yeah, parodies are stupid. Da, 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 and just talking about like silly different things. And I'm like, I wonder if he researched me because who talked about parodies being stupid when I just put a parody up a couple weeks ago? And you know, I have not done a parody since because that person just like was so discouraging and talking um, negatively about almost any and everything I did and was just very rude and mean. Don't know why I gave him my time, but I was in a different space in my life, allowed him in, learn lessons and let him go. You know, that's just what you do. That's, that's, just what you do. That's just what I do. Okay. Learn a lesson, keep it pushing. But I realized I was altering my personality for this person. Like if they didn't like silly, goofy stuff, then why are they pursuing me? And also why am I allowing them in my life when I know like there's this side of my personality that's super silly and goofy? Will I ever be able to be this person in front of them? Obviously not. So that could be the scary part of dating. It's just being your complete self. And it doesn't have to be scary. It could just be, all right, this person is not for me. Let me keep it pushing, period. And the third scary thing about dating is having the talk. Now, in the relationship, that's having the talk, whatever that is, as far as a conversation that might be bothering you, it might be something that's like building up inside of you that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to have this conversation with my person and it can be uncomfortable but it goes back to being vulnerable and being able to be yourself but in the beginning of a relationship the talk is the what are we what are we doing I was watching this show it's the end now it's in the reunion stages but ready for love and this one girl on the show liked two guys but the two guys liked other women and her, but they mainly like other women. And if you if you watch this show, there's pretty much a girl named Kayla. She liked a guy named Randall and Mike. Randall and Mike also liked Kayla, but they also liked other women much more than Kayla. However, Kayla was still sticking around trying to figure out like, well, who are you going to choose? Is it going to be me or someone else? And who do you really want? Who do you really like? 
before she made her real choice. My thing was when I was watching this, I felt kind of bad for Kayla because I wanted her to get to the point where she was like, well, I know who I want. I want, I'll just say she would have chosen Mike. I want Mike. Obviously, Mike is not into me as much. He's into the other woman. So I'm going to bow out and keep it pushing and leave this relationship alone. Instead, she wanted some answers from Mike and he could not be 100% with her. And she's still sticking around, getting her feelings hurt a little more, being hopeful and everything. When it's like, girl, he is not into you. Let it go. That is the thing with the talk. A lot of times we already know how the other person is feeling. We don't want to feel rejected. So as women, sometimes we try harder to prove what type of girlfriend we could be so that we can get chosen. It's, you know, a whole thing called the pick me girl. Like we'll do the most to prove who we can be for this person and for this relationship. When it's like, if he's not into you, sis, let it go. If he's not really pursuing you and showing you who he can be in a relationship, let it go. If it's confusing, it's causing chaos, it's the first few months of a relationship, you're still like, I don't know if this is my boyfriend or not, let it go. If it's to the point where he's taking you out on dates, you guys are having sex, you two are communicating damn near every day, but he still doesn't know what he wants to do, who he wants to be with, if he wants to even be in a relationship, let it go. He's playing games. He's not in a space to commit. More so, he's emotionally unavailable or he's trying to play the field and be with you and other women. Let it go because you are worth much more than that. There's this whole thing where women should not have the talk or bring up the talk with the guy. Women should not be able to, should not have to say, hey, what are we? And I think that's true. Like men pursue and they should make it clear their intentions. If they're not making their intentions clear, let it go. If you're confused and walking on eggshells, like I want to ask, but I don't want him to think I'm asking for too much. So let me not say anything. Like I, I feel like women should be able to get to that point in a relationship too, to be like, what's going on? Like, am I wasting my time or not? Nah? Is this going somewhere? But I also think that the actions should be so clear no, nah, that's not true. I was going to say the actions should be so clear, but I just said a minute ago, like the actions are clear, but what they're saying is totally different. So that's how you become confused. People got to go back to being number one and number two. Vulnerable and your complete self. Just be honest. Being honest in the dating process just makes things so much easier. Know what you want. Know what you don't want. Know if you're not ready for a relationship, do not pursue the person who is ready for a relationship. Period. The problem is people like the benefits of certain relationships. Like, oh, she gonna cook and clean and do this, that, and the other, and she ain't my girl? Bet. Right? They're getting it all. So that's where I would say, too, like, we need better standards, ladies. We need better standards. My current relationship, I didn't do anything girlfriend related until I was a girlfriend. Till we had the talk. So we had the talk of being exclusive and monogamous. Then I was open to being like committed and being girlfriend. You know what I mean, right? But I made the mistake in the past of 
doing girlfriend things such as always going out with a guy or making him be the main one I'm always going out with or and talking to and being physical with him when we haven't had a true discussion of where we stand with each other. I did that in the past and that's why I said no more. No more. So in this relationship, everything changed because I changed and now I'm in like a great relationship. Like we got to we got to elevate. We got to have better standards and stick to those standards and be with someone who respects those standards if they don't let them go. There are plenty of other people out there. I see so many beautiful videos of black love and just love now. And so many women just don't think those men exist. And I'm like, but they do. They do. We just have to be better. We just have to know what it is we truly want. Okay. So those are three scary things about dating, being vulnerable, being your complete self and having the talk. But all those three kind of are connected to if you are vulnerable and you are your complete self and you have the courage to have the talk, it could be a beautiful experience on the other side. And that's where I want you to be. I want you to have a healthy, beautiful relationship. You're worth that. And if you are in something that is truly scary, like I mentioned before, I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. And I know this is also a Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I know that people are in toxic, tumultuous relationships, and I want to be sensitive to anyone experiencing that type of relationship. Like I've, I've been there. I've been there. Grateful, so grateful to be out. Grateful for friends and family who were there for me when I was escaping that relationship. But a true, real relationship should not be scary. You should feel safe, not scared. In your relationship, you should feel safe, safe enough to talk to this person. You don't have to walk on eggshells, safe enough to bring up things that bother you and not have them gaslight you and say, oh, you didn't see that correctly or you don't know what you're talking about. Right. You should feel safe to communicate without them pointing a finger and blaming something on you instead. That all could be emotionally abusive. Those are all signs of emotional abuse. And no one should ever be putting their hands on you. No one should ever be shoving you around, choking, strangling, like anything. No one should ever be putting their hands on you. I read some statistics that were alarming that um, this is from a study from years ago. So I'm not sure how true it is anymore, but how the number one cause of death for Black women is death from their intimate partner. And that was so alarming and scary to me, the fact that we have so many other issues as Black women, diabetes, heart disease, right? We have fibroids. We have so many other things to be concerned with with our health. And now we have to be concerned with the person that we choose to be in a relationship with, being the one that we end our lives. That is so scary. And I'm praying for anyone who's in this type of relationship, whether it is abusive financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, in any way, I urge you to know the signs. I have plenty of podcast episodes and I'll talk about it. I, I steered away from it for a while because 
I just didn't want it to be too heavy. I want us to focus on how to be uh, more accountable and know that we can attract better and healthier relationships. Because I did focus on it for a while, but I know that's the, the, the content that resonates with a lot of you. And I know, especially on my TikTok, <laughs> I had thousands of new followers within a few days because I started speaking about this on TikTok. Follow me. I am Ashley Caprice. Because I know so many people suffer alone and suffer in silence. But I do have plenty of resources, plenty of podcast topics about domestic violence. I even wrote a book called The Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love after leaving my relationship because I endured like so much, so much that I didn't even know. And I wanted to help other women heal from this type of relationship. I have chapters such as um, a guide to self-love, a guide to self-care, a guide to healing after a heartbreak, a guide to living out your dreams, a guide to a healthy mindset, a guide to dating. I have 10 chapters with a different guide on how to be healthy, again, with yourself and with other people especially after leaving a toxic relationship. So I urge you to purchase the book on Amazon. It's also ebook available on Amazon, but you're strong. Okay. You're strong and you're brave and you are capable of doing all things. Like you can get out of that relationship, of course, with the help of other people, your friends, your family, or even if you have to call the domestic violence hotline. And if you need it, the domestic violence hotline phone number is one 800 799-7233. Again, that's 799-7233. I want everyone to know that they deserve better. You deserve the love that you truly desire. You do. You deserve the love you truly desire. It is available to you. It is out there. Like, Be that love for yourself. Be that love for other people. And take the necessary steps for you to attract that love into your life. Okay. But it starts with you. Self-love. Go girl. You got this. All right. So I didn't want to get too dark at the end, (laughs) but I also want to be hopeful. And like I said, know that you can have that love that you desire. I'm in, I don't even want to cry, but I'm like so grateful for the relationship that I have now. Um, especially knowing where I came from and knowing what I have now. It's like, damn, this is beautiful, you know? Um, And I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy and I feel so healthy in it. Uh, I'm just, I write my gratitude journal almost every few days about how grateful I am for my partner. Um, So know that, you know, it could, it, it will get better. It will get better. It can be better. You don't have to endure pain to feel love, right? But you do have to learn better and know that the, that better is available for you. Okay, girl. All right. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Uh, if you go out for Halloween, please be safe. Have fun. And know that you deserve the world. All right? Go out there. Be vulnerable. Be yourself and have that uncomfortable conversation, right? Because you deserve it. You are enough and you are worthy.
All right, girl. I will talk to you next week. Go, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Go Girl podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Connect with me on social media at Go Girl Movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org. By the way, have you purchased your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love? Ten chapters full of ways to love yourself better. It's available right now on Amazon. Thank you for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Go girl.